If you feel like you're in a slump, you're not alone. It's time to find your way out or for you to help other people who may need a lift out. I want to help you do that. So stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode of CEO On The Go. I hope you're doing well and staying healthy, but I wonder if you're feeling a little melancholy or lethargic. Some might call it the January blues. This is so common. So if you're feeling it, you're not alone. I feel it myself from time to time, some years more than others. And it's believed that there are a lot of reasons since this time of year, just after the holidays, January, even on into February, can be a a difficult time for some people. New Year's resolutions or goals, if you had any, you know, might be fading away. People that you enjoyed being around during the holidays, you know, are gone now, or you, you just might feel like there's a heavy weight in front of you given some of what you need to accomplish this year. You may feel like you've been in a slump a lot longer than just a couple of months, especially when you're looking over the past couple of years. Some people say, you know, I think, I think I've been in a two-year slump. And before I share some of my thoughts today, I just wanted to emphasize that I'm not a therapist and I don't pretend to be one. I'm just offering some ideas about what's helped me and a lot of people that I know and clients that I've worked with when they've hit some kind of slump. And I'm not talking about business slump as much as personal slump, although the two often go hand in hand. And since you're in a leadership role, slumps can seem more serious. You know, you feel more pressure to try to shake it off more quickly so that you can be a positive influence to others. I get it. And, you know, there's a lot of obvious advice out there about what to do when you hit a slump, like be good to yourself and get some rest and take some time off. And then on the other hand, you you might hear some experts saying, just keep swinging, keep going. And, you know, all that is really good advice, depending on who you are and what it is that you're experiencing. But I found myself often resenting some of the common advice out there, like find time to rest or take time off when inside I'm thinking, I can't do that. I'm running a business or I've got so much else to do that that's not realistic for me. And I thought too much of the advice made it just sound so simple or it was just too trite. So I just wanted to offer my ideas more specifics this time compared to what I typically see out there and maybe a a different point of view. And as I often do, I like to prompt your thinking with questions because I don't have all the answers, but I wanted to offer just three questions today and I'll elaborate on why I chose them so that hopefully you'll be able to get out of your slump if you happen to be in one now, or you can use these insights to coach other people that you work with and be of the best support to them. So here are the three questions just so that you can listen to them and I'll elaborate on each of them to try to make them more meaningful or useful to you. The three questions are number one, how are you talking about what you're experiencing? And to whom? Question number two, what needs to change? And question three, how can you lighten up? Now, these questions don't represent any kind of step-by-step process. You don't have to think through them in any kind of order. They're just there to get you thinking. Hopefully one or two might resonate and be useful. So let's talk about question number one. How are you talking about what you're experiencing if you're in a slump? And who are you typically talking to about it? Um, Or are you even talking about it? You know, there are a lot of people who just internalize difficult experiences or feelings. And, you know, there can be some advantages to that depending on how serious the 
the issue is. But what I'm trying to emphasize is that the way you talk about what you're experiencing shapes how you move through it. So are you saying things like, I just can't get out of bed in the morning, or I feel like I'm stuck in a fog? I hear a lot of people talking about that, um, myself included sometimes. Um, Or you'll say things like, I just can't process, I'm in a slump. So while all of those may be true statements, the more you talk about them in that way, the more it will reinforce that state. I believe that what you focus on grows. And so if you can begin to change the focus of your conversations to something about what you're looking forward to, or saying things like, I think things will be better soon, then it's it's likely that you'll be able to talk yourself into having better momentum. And if, if you can find some things or some people to appreciate, then that can actually speed up the process of getting to, to better, you know, better feeling state too. Another note, be careful who you talk with. For example, if, if you're hanging out with other people who are also showing similar signs, you know, they're like, yeah, I don't have any energy either, or they're feeling down you're likely creating a downward spiral together. And while it can feel validating to know that you're not the only one in the room that might be experiencing that, it can also keep you focused on a state that you don't really like being in. So I encourage you to be selective about who you talk with about different issues and connect with the people who have a different point of view, um, who have a a positive attitude about things so that they can become uh, an influencer that can help you move forward in in a better way. The number of clients I'm working with are, are trying to create cultures where people can talk openly about whatever's on their minds with their peers and their colleagues. And I think that that's a wonderful goal. If you're not in an environment where that kind of trust and safety is there, I think you have to work a little bit harder to seek out diversity of perspectives and people who can have that kind of influence that you're looking for, have conversations that empower you to move forward, not kind of wallow in what's not working. So that was question number one is how are you talking about what your experiences are? Question number two, what needs to change? Now, when I ask people this question, they often talk about circumstantial things that they would like to see change or conditions that they want to be different. They'll say things like, I don't want to have to go in the office every day, or I don't want to get hundreds of emails every day. Or, you know, people, I want people to quit coming into my office when I'm trying to get my work done, or I want my boss to stop telling me what to do, those kinds of things. But what if you don't think in terms of conditions that you want to change um, and instead, you know, really focus more on what you can shift internally? You know, something I've learned over the years is that when you're in a slump or similar situation, one of two things needs to happen. One, either something new needs to come into my life or two, something new needs to come out of me. So I'll try to explain when, when you feel like you're stuck or just down, I think it's a sign that you're ready for something new, whatever that is. Sometimes I don't even know what it is, but there needs to be something to interrupt a pattern that's not serving me. So what's something new that you could introduce into your life? Maybe something new that you want to learn or reading a new book or meeting a new person or traveling to a new place or being in some kind of new experience. The key is allowing something from the outside, so to speak, to, to come into your life some kind of new influence, um, or even some kind of challenge. But this could also, you know, this slump could also be a sign that there's something new that needs to emerge in you. 
And if you're a creative type, I'm guessing you can relate to that. You need to create something new. You might try developing a new skill or being more generous or grateful or starting a new healthy habit, something like that. There's no formula here. It's just the opportunity to think about what you can do to make it more probable that something new within or outside of you emerges and to be open to new possibilities. So slumps make you want to retreat. Fostering something new makes you want to expand. So focus more on that. Question number three, how can you lighten up? Now, this question may strike a nerve because I'm not trying to minimize the seriousness of anything negative that you might be experiencing, especially if you're in a really deep slump. I've been there. What I'm trying to challenge you to do instead is to try on a different lens so that you can look more objectively at yourself and see that things may not be as serious as you think. Look for something, anything that might help you see the situation through a lighter lens. Like, oh, this is a teaching moment. I've stepped in that hole again. You know, Headspace has a great video on how people step in the hole, the same hole over and over, even when they can see it. You know, initially they can't even see it coming. Uh, But then even when they do, you still fall into it. And that's a lot like a slump is, you know, sometimes you can feel it coming, but you still go down, down the hole anyway. Um, In fact, I'll share a link to that little video in in the show notes. I just love it. Or you can Google headspace video, the hole in the road, I think is what it's called. You know, maybe you just need to remind yourself that the slump is just a sign. It's not a reflection on you as a person. So with that, I'd like to leave you on a lighter note today with a quote from one of my favorite philosophers who teaches lighthearted wisdom about heavy moments in life. His name is Dr. Seuss. In one of my favorite books, Oh, the Places You'll Go, he talks about the ups and downs and twists and turns in life. And he says, you know, there'll be times when when you'll be winning and at the top of your game and then other times when you take a fall. And, And in his words, you'll come down from the lurch with an unpleasant bump and the chances are then that you'll hit a slump. And when you're in a slump, you're not in for much fun. Unslumping yourself is not easily done. So my wish for you is that you can unslump yourself more easily by applying some of the ideas that I've shared today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share this episode in particular with someone else who might be in a slump of some kind. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.